You are now entering the Brightness. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello, you're on the Bright Side with Kevin and Jason, your weekly comedy about tragedy. I'm your co-host, Kevin Held. And I'm the other co-host, Jason T. Gaffney. Call me back. (laughs) Beep. How are you? I'm good. Good. That's all. (laughs) It's been a week since I saw you. Tell me about your week. Um... I'm a lot. Oh, I got the booster. Oh, congratulations. Did it lay you out or were you okay? I was pretty messy. Oh, did it fuck you up for a day? I was brain fog for like 48 hours. 48 hours? Oh, yeah. that sounds wonderful. What well, a nice little vacation that sounds like. Wasn't quite a vacation. The best part was <laughs> that the uh, person who gave it to me at CVS legit like punched me in the arm with the syringe and i was oh. like let's not break a needle off in my arm oh. all right like let's let's do this not like i was like well i felt it so i know i got the vaccine god you're yeah you're not making it very appetizing but it shouldn't doesn't need to be appetizing just get the goddamn vaccine right well this this person was clearly a kind human who really wanted to make sure they were doing their job right and they'd been trained, like, be assertive. Sure. Don't be timid. Or, and I'm like, be a little less assertive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I definitely was like, what's the planet? I don't know what a planet is. I'm oh, so confused. I was basically, like, yeah. high for 48 hours. <laughs> oh, that's see, now that's the part that sounds okay. Uh, but, yeah, I'm glad you got it. That's awesome. We're yeah. going to get them soon, I think. Big headache and big arm ache. Sure. But also not hospitalization or death, so, you know. Oh, I, I'm i now more immune than most. Than I've ever been before, yes. So, very true. I feel like a fucking god. Oh, wow. <laughs> Just every anyone within the sound of our voice, try to get Jason sick. You probably can't. <laughs> That's because I won't let anyone near me. <laughs> I bet you can't get near enough to him to get, get away him from sick. me. Exactly. If you can get past the barrage of of screaming and cursing, and the the and phone the calls booby to the traps, you right? And yes, I literally and like just uh, like Jessica Rabbit. I put mouse traps in my bosom. Oh wow! But you wear those alluring tops. Wow! <laughs> I wear it well. <laughs> uh, well, my week has been really crazy. Has um, it? It has. What's, what's happened? All good things, like all family things, you know? This weekend, we had more company than we've ever had in our house, you know? Like, company. no, no, no. <laughs> family. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't have as many people as we've had in our house before, but we had, like, my, my niece on Thursday night. Sure. We had my cousin on Friday and Saturday and Sunday, and my mom on Sunday, too. So, so you've had like 500 people at once. That's pretty impressive. I have personally had 500 people at once, yes. Uh, but this weekend, we had a number of family members stay with us. I don't think it closes when you have that much at once. I can tell you it does not. <laughs> but I did fortunately Diapers buy stock life. in Depends. Yes. <laughs> so I'm at least getting something out of it. Greatest fear in life is to be walking around and having just like shit just fall out of my ass without even realizing it. That is a 
good fear. Um, I think that you would realize it. I, no, I mean, but that's the, that's the fear. The fear is that I don't realize it. don't realize it. I get it. Well, the hand I can tell you from my personal experience that the handful of times that I have shat myself in public, I definitely knew it. And right away. <laughs> the best part is it's not the one time. It's the handful. <laughs> it's, a, it's a child's hand, though. It's a small handful. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's only... Five times, all right? Is this in two hands? <laughs> you can I can count the number of times I've shat myself in public on... I wanted to say one hand, but it actually just spilled over into two. Slightly <laughs> one and uh, one and 20%. Just 20% of the second hand. Just 20%, yeah. Yes. So 120% of my right hand fingers. <laughs> Unless you were born with six fingers on one hand. Oh, God. This is the one time I've ever wished I was. <laughs> but no, it was a great weekend. I, I didn't shit myself once. Uh, <laughs> Your bar is so fucking low. Which, which? <laughs> That's welcome to the COVID times. I went an entire weekend around people without shitting myself. It was, it was a pretty extraordinary weekend. I can yeah. tell you that. Yeah. yeah. No, we went to Not Scary Farm. It was also oh. my mother-in-law's birthday yesterday. Honestly, I'm more impressed you didn't shit yourself. Exactly. I mean, if there was ever a situation in which a person would rightfully shit themselves, it would be at a, you know, at a place designed to scare the shit out of you. So I read an article once about, like, what are the people who work at those events' favorite things and least favorite things? Okay. And one person wrote that their least favorite thing was the time that they scared a man so much that he wet himself in front sure. of everyone, and then they felt really bad. It's a good thing I don't work at one of those, because that would be my favorite thing. <laughs> These are a few of my favorite things. When you piss yourself, when you shit yourself, when you <laughs> expel bodily fluid <laughs> because I have scared you. <laughs> Keep going. I love the sh- Speaking of Broadway musicals, I went and saw My Fair Lady with my mother. <gasps> Fun. Yesterday. How was that? Oh, it was wonderful. And I did My Fair Lady in high school. I played Henry Higgins, for God's sake. And oh. I remembered everything. It was insane. Just too white and Higgins. Just too white. I remember it. Um, that is one of my favorite movie musicals of all time. Oh, it's one of the best, absolutely, except for the ending. Why? Because they kept everything about the story from Pygmalion, and then all they did was change the ending. <laughs> I, it's fine. <laughs> to make I like it a it. musical ending, I love it. I love it. I love it. It's a great musical. One of the greatest. We had a wonderful time. The Dolby Theater was lovely, and yeah. That awesome. was at the Dolby, not the Pantages. Oh, Dolby. I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to make some enemies, but the Dolby is better than the Pantages. Everyone knows see this. see things. Everyone Great. knows well, this. I, I didn't make Nobody any Nobody says then. the quiet part out loud, Kevin. I did it. I just <laughs> fucking did it. Okay? Come at me, Pantages. Other, Pantage this. <laughs> other good musical theaters to watch right now? Are, is there's a, um, a movie that, of... A West End production called Everybody's Talking About Jamie. Okay. And they just made a movie musical version of it, and it's absolutely fantastic. Okay. This is a very good conversation to get us to the bright spot. Would you like <gasps> to talk about the bright spot? 
Give it to me. The bright spot this week is we made a movie, y'all. Jason T. Gaffney wrote and starred in and directed a movie called Out of Body that I am also in. And it is now available on Amazon Prime and iTunes. I and love that you say that you're also in. You're the lead of the movie. <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm also in it. Like I'm you. Yes, I'm the lead of the movie. But you wrote it. You directed it. And you starred in it. Look at you. You're a star. I'm just in it. I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. I'm a ghost most of the time. Who even notices? Uh, the whole fucking movie is centered around that. But, okay, that's a good point. But, so, that is the bright spot because, oh my god, it's very exciting. We released a movie on iTunes and on Amazon Prime this week, and that is amazing. And it's just in time for Halloween. A nice, spooky, scary, ghostly romance from... Games. We already have two five-star reviews. Oh, we do. Oh, that's very exciting. And we've just begun letting people know that it's out there. So who will be the third? <laughs> <laughs> if you like to support... Jason and I already did the two five-stars, so no, somebody else has to do they, a third one. <laughs> they would have removed them. Amazon <laughs> removes people's phone. The point is, though, <laughs> if you want to support indie film... Go give it a five star. Absolutely. If you love if you love the film and you want to well, support that also filmmaker, watch it and you, then well, like it. Yes, know. of course. If but that's why I said if you like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you like what the people are doing, those, those ratings can help convince other people to watch it and Very also true. like it, and thus find other films we might have made. But that's the bright spot because it's absolutely not every week that we ha- release a movie. No, and it is wonderful, and I loved making that movie with you. Um, and you know, I'm excited for people to see it. So it's called Out of Body, and it's perfect for Halloween times, Halloween. especially for the gays. I love <laughs> making that movie with you too. Good. So Good. that's what I have for the bright spot. I'm so excited that that is out there now, because we worked very hard, and it's just wonderful to have people see the work you do and love. Yes. And, and it's sp- even when it's that. spooky, mm, it's also very romantic. You guys, it's. Spooky and romantic. It's super romantic. You get to see Jason and Kevin fall in love with each other. What mo- What more what could more? you possibly want? What's I more mean, terrifying than obviously, that? It's, I mean, it's clearly fictional. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just like, what a dick. <laughs> yeah, that I'm is a lovable. direct quote from the movie. From when he sees it for the first time. No character fucking says that. <laughs> <laughs> so I have that and I'm excited for it. And uh, now I would like you to edify me about some crazy crap. Let's do it. Okay. Norway. Oh, yeah. Great. Butter. Norway butter. Fantastic. Monopoly. Delicious. What? <laughs> <laughs> Norway. Oh, are we talking about the monopoly that Norway has on butter in Europe? Because it's they're well known for it. Okay, it's caused a great deal. That's why it's it's why Brexit happened. That's right. <laughs> Is it right at all? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, okay. Well, sometime we should do a story about you know a podcast about the monopoly that Norway has on butter because. It's it's it is it's got a stranglehold on all of Europe, okay? And it's a, it's it's important. We're going to talk about the infamous Norwegian butter crisis of 2011. Wow. 
<laughs> okay, I mean that you know that's a little older. It's not happening right now. It's not very topical, but okay. So sure. a quick shout out to Mike Bowers for giving me this topic for today's hey. episode. Perpetual friend of the show, Mike yes. Bowers. Welcome, welcome. We love you, Mike. So before we get to the infamous butter crisis, uh, now that we're done buttering up, Mike Bowers. <laughs> ah. Um. Let's learn a little bit about the nation of Norway, shall we? Sure. I don't it, know how they sound, so I can't. Yegan. Uh, I don't know what I don't know what accent to do here. So just you know, trigger warning. There could be some <laughs> bad accents in this episode. Look at my little wooden shoes. Watch out for that's not Norway, is it? They're near each other. No, it's <laughs> Holland. They don't wear the shoes. I have a little white cap and wooden shoes. Norway, it's a Scandinavian. I'm Thor. <laughs> Did you work out? Yes, but that's not the point. I also have a hammer. <laughs> Look at my lightning. Uh, um, so Norway oh is one of the richest nations in the world. Dear God. Yeah. And and coldest. The only nations richer than Norway are Luxembourg and Liechtenstein. Liechtenstein, really? Yeah. What? How's they, that possible? They have a higher per capita GDP, whatever GDP means. Ah, gross domestic product. That that perfect. Yes, you're welcome. Thank you. Between the two of us, we know everything about economics. <laughs> when I spend money, I go broke. <clears throat> but others I, do not. <laughs> and he's then a very they spend money man. on me and then I don't be broke no more. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a some a, a quote you must be reading from somebody in Norway, right? Because it's clearly an English translation of, an, of a foreign language. Uh, so, all right. Why are they one of the richest nations? Uh, all the butter. Because they have stranglehold on the butter of Europe. They are the richest because of the Dutch disease. Oh, oh <laughs> their neighbors all died. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> quote from lifeinnorway.net, quote, The Dutch disease is used to describe a situation where one sector of the economy, especially one employing a small percentage of the workforce, becomes huge. Ah. So oil was discovered in Groeningen. Oh, this is going to be fun. We're in starting the Netherlands. with the Norwegian pronunciations. <laughs> Groningen. Um, Groningen. In, uh, in the Netherlands. Okay. And as a result, a ton of people moved over to that industry. They're all like, I don't want to be a wooden shoemaker. I don't even know what they fucking make in Norway. <laughs> I don't want to be a fish farmer. Um, <laughs> not wooden shoes. The wooden shoes is the Dutch thing. <laughs> That's the Dutch disease is bunions from the wooden shoes. <laughs> Paul Bunyan's a fucking American hero. Stop calling him a disease. God's sake. God. So it so basically oil is discovered, everyone jumps over to oil, which led to a serious decline in manufacturing of the other industries. Okay. So suddenly Norway is like, uh uh, but wait, we need Grain. We oh, need. Oh no! There is no one in the uh, restaurants. It's yeah. like it's like here. It's I've gone. I went to McDonald's and everyone had quit. <laughs> it, it's not at all the fact that we're paying them shit wages or anything. No, clearly not. <laughs> Although apparently they can do better in oil. 
Yes. I would like them just to fry my things in oil, but they are going to find it underground. <laughs> so, all right. Many places have oil, right? And they export sure. it. And I, I produce my own. <laughs> you should not be exporting your oil, Kevin. <laughs> well, I don't export it, okay? that's I don't have a license for that. I keep it all domestic. <laughs> so, so these places have oil. They export it, and they rely on it um, and stuff. And a lot of those places have doubled down and said, we only want people to work in oil like the Middle East. Mm. Those countries are like, oil, oil, oil. Sure. We and love it's, oil. It can't possibly go wrong in the future. Right, when there's no oil left. so and, Yeah, we, and we've switched to other methods. So Norway um, actually was super fucking smart, and a long time ago they're like, one day oil will run out. So talk about a low bar for smart. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and they have a finite amount of a natural resource that everyone is using like it is fucking cocaine. It will <laughs> run out. Damn it, Harold, stop sniffing the oil. It is not a drug. <laughs> Tell that to my fucking dead brain cells, Martha. <laughs> I don't even know how you're still talking. Tell I'm frying fern. So Norway's also like, and another day, we will also stop using it. So we need a plan. <laughs> See, I, I I pretty much telegraphed the whole situation there, didn't I? Just yes. a moment ago. Okay. I was really impressed with you. Oh, thank you. I could. I'm I'm as good as Norwegian. So quote from Life I'm in Norway. I'm that white. What? I'm that white. <laughs> I'm as white as a Norwegian. Quote from LifeInNorway.net. Quote. Come to Norway. <laughs> we have a river cruise. See the We're fjords. rich. We're rich. We're rich. <laughs> you don't have to even see one Ikea. <laughs> Quote. <laughs> We're so rich, we don't need box stores. <laughs> We're so rich, we have handmade wooden shoes. furniture for every... Not shoes, goddamn you. <laughs> goddamn you. The shoes are the Dutch. We are so sick and tired of the shoe thing. <laughs> Quote, Norway, instead of just allowing its oil revenues to wash into the economy, puts the majority of the money into a sovereign wealth fund. The fund, Ooh. the Government Pension Fund Global, is a massive fund worth over $1 trillion that owns around 1.5% of all the stocks in the world. Uh. The Norwegians own 1.5% of all the stocks in the world. Correct. Wow. And they they are not a big nation. No. They do not have that many people. They do not. They, have they are a, fucking rich. They have, I, I want to say, I read somewhere that they're, the, the nation is like as large as Colorado or something like that. I mean, sure. I don't know. I think that's what it is. You're the one who ostensibly does the research. Here. I know. I thought I put it in here at this point, but I don't see it. So I'm I'm just going to say that. Well, we did. It's the size of Colorado. There you go. <laughs> Prove me wrong. The web article goes on to say that if they cashed in their rainy day fund currently, they would have $185,000 for each citizen and still have money to spare. Well, that's a dumb statistic. If you're going to divide how much money you have by how many people you have, 
don't leave money to spare. What's that about? $185,000 per person and some money to spare. No, no, no. I think they wanted to round. So you don't have to give another them pennies. $2 or whatever it works out to. Fuck you. No pennies. That's what, no uh, pennies. Pennies are fine. No pennies. No, pennies are not fine. I will not, I will not bother to pick up a penny when it drops. <laughs> Drop a penny. Leave that motherfucker. Let it learn its <laughs> goddamn lesson. <laughs> you should have stayed safe in my hand. Yeah. But fucking you had to go exploring. Penny. Fucking mm-hmm. piece of copper. Well, just find out how the sidewalk tastes. Filled with another Abe. metal because we're too cheap to actually make it full of copper. Yeah, well, that's just that's just good economic sense. <laughs> I don't think you should be zinc shaming them. <laughs> they will never get a cold. Um <laughs> Another thing that Norway did that's really good is is that they wanted other industries to stay and work in Norway, so they actually put a whole bunch of tariffs on imports to keep people from wanting to buy stuff from outside the nation. I see. Thus allowing for other trades to still work in the nation and have a backup plan ready to go when the oil's done. So they're like, oil's going to last only so long, so we're going to fucking milk it for all it's worth, you know, get that that sweet sweet oil and mm-hmm. make it squirt everywhere that and then once gold. it's done squirting mm-hmm. then we'll go to the other shit okay wow so the norwegians have it fucking figured out it sounds they like. have goddamn brains and i wish all the other nations that rely on oil were doing similar things because the world would be a better place yeah so one uh such product that had a really large tariff on it was butter i see oh because they wanted to keep as many cows as they could to make it more pastoral, the cow's and attractive like, for the river cruises. The cow's like, moo, bitch! I'm in oil now. Moo, bitch! Get out the way! Get out the way! <laughs> I got an oil field to go fucking farm. <laughs> I used to squirt milk. Now I squirt oil. You're welcome. That's that's toxic, Bessie. No. <laughs> Moo, bitch. Oh, she's going to die. <laughs> so, uh, since all of their butter was toxic, <laughs> then I see where this is going. All of their butter was poisonous. So they had they they bankrupted themselves buying Swiss butter. So, one of the reasons they did the tariff with butter is because it's actually really super hard to make butter in Norway. Fun fact. So let's make it extra hard. Like, let's make it really expensive. Let's make well, it hard in Norway and expensive anywhere else. <laughs> it's, it's just naturally hard to make butter in Norway. They didn't try Why? to make it harder. Because gonna, their upper bodies are so there. weak. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> you mean like they can't churn their yeah, butter? What are they doing? I do it, but the lack of sunlight has left me with very low vitamin D. I'm sorry, it is our national anemia. I cannot. <laughs> it's summer. They are fucking everywhere and running around because it's nothing but sun. Mm, that's fun. So, all right. The other fun thing about butter in Norway is that it's really fucking popular. Okay. Like every family in the winter uses a ton of butter to bake treats mm. to help them get through those cold, dark months. Sure. So the tariffs on imported butter basically made those outside brands twice as expensive as the homemade butter. I have had, I think that I'm Norwegian. Do you like butter? I've had butter on two different meals today. And okay. 
and I'm I'm famously weak in the upper body. <laughs> I don't like going outside. We, I, for the record, being like weak the in the rain. upper body is not a Norwegian trait. I, I'm, I'm, I'm myopic. Like I'm nearsighted. That we didn't even talk about that at all. I'm dyslexic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're moving on. So, <laughs> if it wasn't bad enough that basically the other brands were twice as much and everything, mm-hmm. basically Norway had a bit of a monopoly on a butter situation in the nation. They still do, but apparently we're not talking about that. A company named Tine, T-I-N-E, mm-hmm. which is a co-op dairy conglomerate, was the manufacturer of 90% of all the butter made. That's exciting. Oh, so all the farmers get together, and when one is tired, the next one takes over. Yeah. Churning. I've been churning for hours. First, I squeezed the teats. That made me sore already. <laughs> and now you're asking me churnings. I'm not a robot. Why? But I am Italian? I... <laughs> no, you said the teats. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, my thought is like, oh, I need an energy boost. I'm not going to stroke you off, Jurgen. I'm already tired from churning my own butter. Oh, please. Like I'm falling for that again. You fall asleep immediately. <laughs> yes. You think that gives you an energy boost? That just gives you a good sleep. You go, you take catnap every time. I leave. I I am left to churn all the butter. Then I churn twice as much butter. First I do the teats, then the butter, and then we're jerking with you. I can't anymore. My I'm I'm callousing. <laughs> so the cool thing about the co-op is that the fifteen thousand farmers are the people who run it. Right. But it's also regulated by the government, so it's kind of like a butter union government run co-op okay. thing. Okay. So I mean, it's Norwegian, so I have to assume they know what they're doing. Yeah, so the farmers can make adjustments, basically, and protect their sale assets and stuff, uh, namely the sales of butter. So they're like, we're protecting the butter! Okay. Right? Yes. Make a circle! (sighs) We're not going (laughs) to circle jerk, Jürgen! Goddamn! (laughs) And no, you will not use the butter as lube again. That is to sell. But there is so much butter. <laughs> it is hard to make butter. I'm harder. <laughs> so they also like their monopoly because the butter industry was bringing in about $3 billion a year for them. Okay. Chump change, really. But that's all right. Yeah. You know, it's not the, no- the oil industry money. No. But like, fuck. Goddamn, Norway is loaded with money. And I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> right. Fuck. Right. I I want to go and assimilate. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> Listen here, Borg. <laughs> you will not fucking assimilate the Norwegians. <laughs> <gasps> Borg is totally a Norwegian name, too. That's what the Borg were in Star Trek, you guys. They were just Norwegians run amok. They were just Norwegians, but like 2,000 were... years from now. <laughs> They were Norwegians with a butter crisis. Oh, my God. They were what Norwegians turn into if left unchecked. (laughs) So let's jump to the summer of 2011, shall we? Yes. It was an unusual summer where there was way more rain Mm. and it was way colder than normal. This would cause a shortage of grass, which the cows need to eat to produce milk, which then gets churned into that sweet, sweet butter. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, 
I'm sure you're like, hey, rain is good for grass, right? I I was thinking like more rain should mean more grass. You're correct. However, because the they right got kind of grass, they got more rain, but they got less sun. Oh. Grass requires sunlight to grow as well. Hmm. Yeah. So I the forgot grass, about the crucial component. Yes. <laughs> the grass was like, no sun. Fuck you all. I'm out. I love that you're doing this like Sherlock Holmes. Oh, I bet you think that more rain would mean more grass, don't you? Well, you'd be wrong. <laughs> you'd be incorrect. <laughs> grass needs rain to grow, right? Wrong. <laughs> So basically, no sun meant no grass, which meant no milk, which means no butter. Sure, the butterfly effect. So, <laughs> I went back in time, and I made it rain more, <laughs> and now there's no butter. <laughs> I didn't know. I just wanted my sweet petunias to grow better. Oh, I see what I did there, the butterfly effect. <laughs> yes. yes, thank you. No, thank you. So, all right. Tyne, the company I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. also exported their butter to other places, I oh, think. Oh, no. <laughs> they shouldn't have done that. So once they saw that the cows were not getting the amount of grass needed to make their sweet, sweet butter, mm-hmm. they didn't pull the plug on their exports. They kept on keeping on. Hello. He- hello. Uh, this is Sven. Um, yes. The- yes, hello. Uh, hello. Calling long distance. Hello. Uh, hello. America. Is that you, America? <laughs> hello. Hello. Uh, oh, is this America? You're, you're I, supposed I, to be in America. I assimilated oh, here to it, America. It is fine, but I think I have wrong number. I'll call again. <laughs> Hold on. Redialing. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Ring, ring. Hello. Hello? <laughs> Hello. Is that America? <laughs> Where you fucking want? Oh, Norway calling. Hello. Uh, thank you for uh, buying all, all of our butter. We Big thanks. Uh, but we're going to need it back, unfortunately. Now we've eaten it. Bye. Click. Oh, I could buy you and sell you. At... Bring, 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 bring. Oh, hello, hello. Hello. We got disconnected earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I am making these calls too. We got you. I'm in the next room. Oh, hello, <laughs> Johnson. But stop it. You're supposed to be on break. Oh, I know, but I miss people when I'm on break. Oh, you are so sweet. I have butter. Oh, I'll be right there. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> it's the most wild phone conversation we've ever had. <laughs> quote from com. Quote, Tyne didn't scale back its own exports in response to the bad weather. Fucking so it didn't time. have enough butter stored up to make up for the lower supply come the... F- the fall mm-hmm. to make matters even worse a low carb craze gripped the nation at the same time something like keto uh-huh as the guardian reported are there demand- carbs in butter oh but you put butter on bread demand for butter rose by 30 percent while norwegian cows produced 20 million fewer liters of milk compared to the year prior Tyne didn't have nearly enough butter to meet the demands <gasps> so not only are they exporting shit but they, they're making 20 million uh, right. liters less, plus demand the demand went up 30%. Okay, but does a low does a low carb diet mean a greater demand for butter? Yeah, butter is fat. Oh, that's very true. Oh, people, oh this was that fucking bu- silver bullet coffee or whatever. 
I don't people were doing know. at the time. They I were put dabbing. butter in everything. They were dabbing and putting butter in their coffee. That's what was happening my in 2011. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs coronaries to function? It's fine. We have socialized medicine. <laughs> I like all of my inner arteries and veins to be coated with a thin layer of butter for when it gets cold. Yes, that way I can use it when we run out. I just go in and scrape it out. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so as a result of the disappearing butter. The brewing crisis, sure. People freaked the fuck out. Well, I, I, I'm learning not to fuck with Norwegians and their butter. So they're eating less carbs and enjoying the low-carb life, you know, the high-fat diet. Sure, I enjoy the high-fat diet, too, but I haven't cut out the carbs. <laughs> and they uh, they then were like, it's, it's about to be Christmas and we have no butter. How the fuck are we going to... How the fuck are we going to have Christmas without butter? What, what is Jesus going to do? <laughs> what do we feed Santa's helpers? We give them sticks of butter. That's what we do in Norway. We're not doing carrots this year. It's too high carb. <laughs> they get a stick of butter. Oh, no. Santa might not visit us this year. How will Santa get up and down the chimney? We lube the chimney with the butter. <laughs> oh, my God. They coat the chimneys. <laughs> Love it. That's, you know, they didn't have to do that. Okay, Baby but Jesus I get is it. weeping for us. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love the, the the fact that they also freaked out because they're like, also, how do we live our lives without butter? Right, exactly. Well, it's, you know, very ingrained part of the culture. So. Of the live active culture. Normally, butter prices remain the same throughout the year. Even when, even though there's an uptick every time around Christmas, they, mm -hmm. they still remain the same because they were able to have like. Right, because they have a strategic, Monopoly. like the Canadians yeah. have a strategic maple syrup stockpile. Exactly. Yes. So normally butter costs about $3.50 for about seven to eight ounces. Um, but this year at Christmas, the butter was being sold at $50 for eight ounces. Oh. Yeah. God. So, but there's also part of me that's like, you're all fucking millionaires. So like, well, that's you true. can afford that. But, but also that's you know, really. For how long when a cookie costs like the same as a Lexus? You, you fucking savor that cookie. You savor that. <laughs> but it's burnt. I don't fucking care. You eat that goddamn burnt cookie. Do you know how much butter is in that shit? <laughs> okay, papa. <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas. I'll do it. <laughs> Here's some goddamn wooden shoes. <laughs> you too. They got to you. <laughs> so, as I'm sure you guessed it, a black market of butter popped up to meet oh. the demands of the consumer. Oh, this I was not expecting a black market butter situation, but so, I'm loving it. Instead of the the, the the country just being like, okay. We know there's a butter crisis. Let's literally just get rid of the tariffs right now. They were like, right. oh, we'll, we'll make it work. We'll make it work. Keep the tariffs. And then everyone's like, I need my fucking butter. Mm -hmm. And so black market starts. Okay. Makes sense. So a Russian person would try to bring in 200 pounds of butter from Germany <gasps> to Norway, but was caught. Right. And so when they he slipped. <laughs> what? <laughs> when he slipped. When did he, he slept? Slipped. Oh, what did he slip on? The 200 sticks of butter he had in his pants. Oh. 
They weren't in pants. It was an unusually warm day. <laughs> I'm trying to bring in this uh, not butter. <laughs> um, do you have anything to declare? You will pay no attention to the the case, the suitcase that's dripping. Yes, perhaps I am standing in a, a puddle of butter. What What is the point? So another couple of geniuses, two <laughs> Swedish men, would mm-hmm. be caught trying to bring in 550 pounds of butter into Norway. <laughs> um, we heard it didn't go so well for the Russians. We, but we have a better idea. We're we, going to double the amount. We put on our wooden shoesies, <laughs> See, and we now we're ready stop. to run into the nation. God damn it, we're not Dutch. What's happening? <laughs> I built it from Ikea. I disguised myself as Dutch first. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never know who I am. <laughs> I brought my meatballs <laughs> Little from did Ikea they know. to bribe the guard. <laughs> Would you like some fresh horse? I am a Dutch-Swedish man. <laughs> I mean, not Swedish. We're not sweet. We are Dutch with the wooden wow. shoesies who just merely liked the Swedish horse meatballs. Who doesn't? Yum. Mm, nom, nom, nom. <laughs> black stallion. Yes. Delicious. <laughs> we love the black market. <laughs> stallion. Stallion. <laughs> so the other b- bummer for them is that they'd actually gone through the effort of dividing all that butter into 18-ounce portions. Why? And because by do doing that, when that, you get there, what? Do that when you get there. If I know anything about smuggling butter, and I do, <laughs> it's that you do the portions when you arrive. Yeah, don't portion control until no. you know that you're there. Exactly. You don't portion out eighteen ounce butter. What if somebody wants you cut it like cocaine? You cut it to order. <laughs> so. <laughs> They had hoped to make $15,000 for their efforts. Well. It's a pretty good amount of money for 550 pounds of butter. Yeah, no, it's very good. Before long, the duty-free airports and ferries would start selling butter. Okay. Yes, he said duty and ferries in that sentence, but we're not going to touch it. (laughs) Are we children? No, we're not. So... Another thing, they're also not sure how many people were actually able to smuggle butter in and how many people brought that, you know, that hot item in and, and made it in success. Mm, um, true. But they think a lot of people. Probably a lot, because yeah. if you're catching some, there's more that you're not. Yes. And Which also makes the feel reality so is... good about air travel. <laughs> well, the other thing is that, like, also, like, who's really looking for butter? And if they're bringing only, like, a small amount, like, if they're only bringing in, like, a couple... Anyway. Sure. But a suitcase full of butter. I mean, if you have 500 sticks of butter, I mean, that's noticeable. Yeah. I hope. What's in the truck? Nothing. Not butter. (laughs) Not butter? Uh, It's an empty truck. What do you want? Your truck weighs a lot for an empty truck. There's no butter in there. She's having a heavy day. (laughs) Oh, God. So, quote from theguardian.com, quote, With the sense of national crisis deepening, the (laughs) National Daily After Postin ran a two-page spread with instructions on how to make your own butter. Uh, It's all a big disappointment for the domestic goddesses of the North for whom butter is a standard Christmas staple. mm, So they're like, all of those housewives in the North, those goddesses, they're yearning for butter. So we will save them by letting them know how to churn their own butter. Yeah, but it didn't work because of the upper body thing. Here's the fucking thing. 
buy some goddamn whipping cream and then mm-hmm. make butter. Because you just whip it long enough, it turns into butter. That's it? Whip it? Yeah, you can... I've whip made, it good? I have made butter in my mixer, all right? Electric mixer. Huh. I say, whip it. Yeah, whip it real good. Huh. He likes it. Okay. It's like, yes, daddy. Well, I mean, my God, they should have really taken some advice from Devo. Listen, Norway, if a problem comes along, you must whip it yourself. Whip it real good. Mm-hmm. So, in addition to that, an older Norwegian citizen would be quoted in the Guardian's article saying, quote, I need butter today to make my <laughs> Lusikat buns and my Christmas biscuits. I brought up my four children under German occupation, but oh. this is nothing like that. He brings it up every time. All every I can think time. is like, bitch, six million fucking Jewish people aren't being murdered because there's no butter. So I don't want to fucking hear you say this is harder than the German occupation. Go fuck yourself. Wait, he said it was harder than the German occupation? This is harder. Oh my god, I missed that Wait, point because I brought I was up my four children I brought up my four children under German occupation, but this is nothing like that. Like I could manage well, that and okay, this is li- I we do agree on the fact that this is nothing like that. <laughs> yeah, but come on, really bringing that up when it's just but like come on. No, I know, but that sounds like he's always talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> that is the grandfather equivalent of I was in labor with you for 36 hours. You're so fucking welcome that you were in labor with me for 36 hours. Exactly. It's the closest you're ever going to feel to me. So people actually started driving into Sweden to go to do their grocery shopping. And Ikea shopping. <laughs> so now <laughs> local companies like the grocery stores were starting to take a hit. Oh, sure. And um, I'm sure as you guessed it, the farmers and Tyne, their company, were apologetic for their oversight and made good on fixing the problem, right? Oh, the way you... See, I thought yes, but the way you said that and the fact that we're now on our 119th episode makes me know that the answer is absolutely not. <gasps> You're correct. They doubled down. Yeah. Yes. So everyone started pointing fingers at everyone else. The farmers oh, were great. like... Fuck you, Tyne, for not telling us we needed to make more butter and mm-hmm. then we should be rationing and not using all the milk in other areas. And Tyne was like, fuck the weather and fuck all the people for wanting more butter <laughs> and eating less carbs. And the citizens were like, fuck you all. I don't have any fucking butter. Mm-hmm. And the weather was like, fuck you. I'm Mother Nature. I do whatever the fuck I want. Sure. And the grass was like, I'm dead. So fuck you. And the cows <laughs> were like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> and they were all pointing fingers, but not for long because they got so tired. They they had to put their arms down. It was like that Spider-Man meme where they're all pointing at each other, accusing each yes. other, but they're all the you, same fucking yeah. asshole. <laughs> so <laughs> I love it. Eventually, the government was like, "Okay, we see <laughs> that we." The government is like, "Shut! Quiet! 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 Quiet!" <laughs> They sent the president in to the middle of Norway or whatever right, they but have. But it was Trump. And, oh, God. <laughs> that shut everybody well, up. Well, that got everyone to just point at him and tell him he's an asshole. So <laughs> the government's like, okay, we see that we need to cut back on the tariffs for now until we can figure out our butter issues. But uh, <laughs> this way we can at least import some butter and people, you know, we can stop people from breaking the law to get butter. 
Like, sure. it'll be better for everyone. It'll be butter for everyone. Oh, my God. So, so proud of you. The best part is, is that they lowered the tariffs right before Christmas and all the neighboring nations were like, um, no, we're not going imp- to we're not going to export butter to you right now because like you're going to just raise the tariffs right away and it doesn't make any sense. Mm. So like we need a much longer window of guarantee. So like right. it helped a little, but really not a lot. I and see. people were like, "You should have done this months ago." So, <laughs> <laughs> it did not work. So while many people criticize the way that Norway does things, they're really there still are a ton of people and, and economists who are like, "Listen, what they're doing is really smart." with their backup plan for oil. It backfired Mm -hmm. here, but, quote from Slate.com, quote, just remember that there are a lot of small, oil-rich countries out there, and Norway is the most politically and socially functional of them all, thanks largely to the very ideas that saddled them with this amusing shortage. I see. So important to remember. The shortage would melt away in 2012, deliciously when things finally were restored to a sense of normalcy so people started to get a little unsaltier (laughs) they don't salt their butter (laughs) (laughs) okay hey what is the bright side oh that golden delicious wonderful plentiful butter well first nobody died well, there were a few cases, well, a few fewer cases, in fact, of heart disease related to <laughs> The bright side is actually it got intake. them to eat the fucking carbs instead of the high-fat diet. <laughs> so then they could do their marathons and run more, which was heart healthy. Sure. Great lower bodies. I, when All this time I've been denigrating the upper body strength of the Norwegians. I, I think I have omitted to say that their lower bodies are strong as hell. Their lower bodies, tree trunks. Their upper bodies, twigs. Twigs, exactly. Well, you can't have twigs without a trunk. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, I made all this cake so that I could have these thick cakes on my that's, body. That's how I'm built, too. I have very strong legs, and my arms are like, hello, maybe. <laughs> like, I can't lift anything. <laughs> <laughs> you sure can squat, but you can't get but up. you can't do anything while you're down there. Yeah. <laughs> You can't manipulate anything while you're there. So second, um, it was a reasonably silly problem where while it was an inconvenience and could have been avoided had they Mm -hmm. actually paid attention to the warning signs, they were able to learn from it and fix their problem for the future. And like when everyone got mad at each other, it was more just like, I'm angry and I'm just not going to talk to you. Sure. It was in a Norwegian way of just sniping at each other and then all going to have mead or something. (laughs) I'm just going to have some fish. <laughs> Fine. If I cannot have butter, I will have more herring. <laughs> but I'm telling you, I'm having this herring under duress. Pickled fish. Put the. I'm going to cry with the pickled <laughs> fish, but I'm going to do it my way. Mm-hmm. This is butter. It my way. <laughs> they're eating something else. And they're like, I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> I'm so sad it's not butter. Just yesterday, we had butter, and then we ran out. Yesterday. All my problems seem so far away. I had butter for my curds and whey. Oh, I believe. 
in yesterday. I'm like simultaneously Suddenly. thrilled and angry at this. <laughs> Breakfast is not half what it used to be. Imagine all the butter <laughs> spread all over the cake. Ooh. You may say I am a Dutchman. But I am not. I am from Norway. <laughs> Come together. <laughs> right, right now. now. Wooden shoes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. That was a little Beatles Norway medley for you all. Hey, I feel like we did that in honor of Carrie. What for? Carrie loves the fucking Beatles. Does Carrie, is Carrie uh, mad about the Beatles? Carrie is legit mad about the Beatles. I did not know that. Shout out to Carrie. Yes, Carrie, we it's... love you and you love the Beatles. And I think by the law of transitory whatever, we love the Beatles. This is a Mike Bowers Carrie episode. I love it. Mike, Carrie, we should really get you guys together <laughs> to have a listening party for this one. <laughs> Come together <laughs> right now. Mike and Carrie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any other bright sides? Uh, eventually the sun came out again so grass could grow. Here comes the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you fret, Monsieur Baker. No, it's a Beatles song. A little drop of rain. <laughs> All right, now we're going into different musicals. We're going into Les Mis now, so no, no, no. Uh, we're going to have to cut this off. We're going to have to lop off about three ounces of this show. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Bye. Bring, 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 bring. Hello. 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 Is, that, is that Jorgen? Hello. Jorgen? Hello! It's Finn. Jorgen, oh, I, do we have bad connection? Jorgen? Oh, I hear you now. Hello! I hear you fine. You oh, hear you me? hear me? Hello! Oh. oh, it's funny. I hear you in the phone, and I hear you in next room. Are you in America? I'm calling no, I'm America. Next room for you. We need our butter back. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm in your... I do your same job. Hello! 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 Okay, I'm going on my break now. What? What break? You, America's you going have to on call break. Ameri hit the oh, one boy. before the number. I'm going to have to call the after post and you have to hit zero one. The after post and we haven't hung up. Oh, bye! <laughs> bring, 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 bring. <laughs> no, I didn't hang. Oh, okay, I'm hanging up. Hello, hello, still here. Is this the after post and uh, I have a news story. America's going on break. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think that's it. Yes. <laughs> we hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Brightside K and J, and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website, www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com. Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on the, the bright, bright side. side.